Welcome to Love Talk. This is Love Talk for Everyday People with your host, Tracy J. Hine, and co-host, Leslie Lee and Terry Saleh. Terry, what's going on today? How you doing? What's up, Tracy? How are you? It's been a crazy I'm day. Doing it. Has it really? What's going on? What's so crazy? Just doing a lot of running around, you know, things, you know, come up at the last minute, and sometimes, you know... When you get older, you forget you're supposed to be doing things. So you end up doing them at the last minute. So, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm just kind of settling down and just want to chat with you and see what's been going on with you. Not too much. It's been a pretty good week, pretty good week. I don't know where Leslie is. I know she went on a retreat this weekend. She was out kind of to uh, renew her soul. I wasn't sure if she was going to make it back in time for the show or not, but it looks like... um, she might not make it. But for me, it's been a good week. You know, I run hard during the week. I run real hard. I work two jobs, so I do the full-time, and after that's over at 6, I go to the part-time, and I work there. I don't get home until about 11 o'clock at night. But for some reason, this week, I felt um, rested. I didn't feel so exhausted like I normally do. So it's been a good week. Today, I was out with my son, and we spent some time on the beach just absorbing the rays, and um, it was good. It was really good. I felt good. I had a nice date last night, which was wonderful, which was really nice. Details, details. Um, I don't know. You know, this guy, I met him on, I told you I met him on Match.com, right? I went on Match, and I started, you know, checking people out. And we had one date probably about a month ago, and it was nice. He gave me a flower, and he was very nice, and... He was into me, which felt good. And then he got a little intense, you know, like he was ready to fall in love already. And I'm saying, dude, we had one date. You know, slow down. So I put him on punishment, so to speak, you know. And then I invited him to meet up with me and a friend of mine at a party in Miami, and he stood me up. He gave me the old, um, you know, my phone was dead and I had to work or whatever. So, you know, I felt some kind of way about that. I was in my feelings because I don't appreciate being stood up. I understand yeah. when things come up, but fig- figure out how to call me. What did you say, Terry? I said, that's not good. Standing up is not good. No, it's not good. So, you know, now I'm feeling like, you know, tick to tat. You kill my dog, I'll kill your cat. So then last weekend, you know, we were supposed to get together and I canceled on him. So... It's a little game that you have to play. I want him to know that I'm not the one that you're going to cancel on. That's not what's going to go down. So this weekend, um, we met up at a nice place, not too far from my house. It's a wine and uh, it's a wine bar. So they have tapas and wine and a live jazz band. It was really, really nice. And, you know, we came together and we sat down and we talked and we had a good time. We had a really good time and he's just, says all the right things, you know. Of course, he says, I'm beautiful, and 
I look better than every time he sees me. I look better and better. You don't need to change. Don't do anything. So, you know, that's what a woman wants to hear. They want to hear a guy that is into them. They want to hear that he's interested. So, of course, you know, he wanted to know what my days were like and what, how I spend my time. So I shared all of that. So it was a good date. It was a really nice date. But, but. How, yeah, there's always a but, right? There's always a but. I don't know if I'm feeling him. I don't know. Why not? He's nice. Well, there's, you know, there's these material things. You know, there's, he's not as tall as I'd like him to be. He's not as um, heavy as I'd like him to be. He's on the thin side. And I kind of like a little meat on my bones. Um. And he's a little shy, you know, he's a little reserved, a little quiet. You know, I have a big personality. Yeah, so I don't know how that, yeah, I do. So I don't know if I'm just going to overpower him and he's going to be, you know, invisible, so to speak. So I don't know. But I'm telling him, there's there's the strong silent type, meaning he's silent, but he's not a pushover. And then there's just the, what do I say, the the guy that's kind of like he just does whatever the woman does and kind of does not have his, he's not assertive enough for you. So which type is he? I haven't figured that out yet. We've only had two dates. I mean, we talk every day, the good morning text, the how are you, how's your date? You know, he used to send all these texts to me that were pre um pre-designed. So he would forward something that has an inscription on it. And, you know, last night when he showed me this stuff, I was like, um, I need to say something to you. I hope it doesn't offend you. And he looked at me, he's like, what? And I took my phone out and I scrolled through the texts that he sent me. And I stopped at one of these pre-designed texts that says, good morning. How was your day? May God, blah, 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 blah. And I sent it to him. And I, I said, you know, these texts that you send like these, I hate them. I don't like them. And he looked at me. He goes, really? You hate them? I said, yeah, I I do. I absolutely hate them. He goes, why? I said, because I feel like these are not your words. They're somebody else's words that you're sending to me. And I'm going to need, I can't get to know you or who you are with these pre-done, you know, texts. I'm going to need words that are meant specifically for me. And then I feel like you send these to all the girls. I need something that's designed just for me. And he looked at me (laughs) and he gave me a big, gigantic smile and he understood. So, you know, he he does everything right. This guy does everything right. It's just me trying to, you know, feel him. I I just don't know if it's it's, it's right for me. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I guess you will find out over time. Um, There's nothing wrong with a strong, silent type. You know, a man that doesn't have a lot of words, but when the situation calls for action, he steps right in and does what he has to do. Um, yeah, that's, you know, a powerful man. He doesn't have to say a lot. If he's on the shy side and he's not really assertive, you know, that's for a different type of personality. I definitely don't think it's for somebody that has a strong personality like you do. You're very outgoing. You can, you know, talk to anybody in the room. And he can't be, you can't be at events with him and he's kind of like in the corner like a wallflower and you're out there shining. You want somebody that kind of can rock the room with you. 
Exactly. So it, it, it hasn't been decided yet if he's able to rock a room. That that hasn't been decided. <laughs> but but the brother does say all the wonderful things. He says all the wonderful things. You know, after the date, he sent me a text. And let me see if I can find this text and read it to you verbatim. Because, you know, I was like, oh, I'm melting. This is good. This is really good stuff. But, you know, he, he did an original. He didn't what? send you a canned. He didn't send you a canned text. He sent you an original. No, he sent me an original. So he writes last night after our date. He sends to me. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find the text. He calls me bright eyes. He thinks my eyes are bright, and he loves the way my eyes look. So that's his name for me, Bright Eyes, which I think is kind of cute. I like it. But every once in a while, I have to remind him that my name is Tracy. So he writes, good morning. He knows your name. <laughs> is that I know. what you call every woman when you don't remember their name? Uh, that's what I want to know. You know, I said, you call everybody Bright Eyes or is that just me? You know, I'm I'm a cynic sometimes. So he writes, morning, Bright Eyes. Nice seeing you again. You are more beautiful every time I see you. Enjoy your day and be safe. So, you know, that's the, that's the right things to say. You know, call a woman beautiful and tell Say it again? Yeah. He definitely has the conversation swag going. He knows what to say, when to say it. He's definitely got that right on time. Yeah, and there were no um, pre-designed texts. You know, I don't think I'll ever see them anymore, you know. And then all during the day today, he's, how are you feeling? Um, you know, I'm like, I'm at the beach. You know, I'm off to the beach in a bit. I'm going to have a good time. He goes, oh, my, I wish I was with you. I wish I could join you. So he, 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 does, he does his thing. He does his thing with the text. He stays engaged. It's just time. You know, time's going to tell if, if everything is good, if everything is working right. But so far, so good. You know, getting you know, to know people. In terms of him being slender, Tracy, you can, you can fatten him up. You can, you know, you can add some meat to the bones. I can put meat on the bones? Yeah, so I don't think you should get stuck on that. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to get... Well, you know, I'm not a teeny-weeny girl, so I think it looks weird when a small guy is with a teeny-weeny girl, but I'm trying to get over that. I'm trying to get past that and um, move outside of what... You know how women tend to have this, this is my type, and you seem to always go after this particular type, and it never seems to work out? So I'm trying to move around that you know, this is my type thing and just go with the flow and, and kind of enjoy the moment as it's happening. That's what I'm trying to work out for this, this relationship. So, so far, so good. Yeah. Take it day by day. Enjoy each other's company. Don't get all wrapped up in the looks just like, yeah, I know, you know, you don't want anybody that's totally unattractive, but if it's just little small things like that, that actually can be fit, then you know, just enjoy his company as long as y'all have good conversation together and you feel comfortable around them. Let it flow. Well, the conversation is good. I, like I said, he's just a little um, quiet. Mm-hmm. And so do you feel like ever- you're carrying the conversation? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I feel like I'm carrying the conversation. But no matter what I ask him or how I try to move the conversation, he always adds to it, you know. And, Terry, what, what, 
what makes me feel nice is that he's tickled by me. You know, he says to me things like, um, he said last night when we were talking, he goes, you just light up this room. You know, you just being here just makes this room exciting. You know, these are the right things to say to a girl. These are the right things to say to make a girl feel good. So we'll, well you know what? We had a conversation, I think, once we talked about whether opposites attract. Now, typically, I would say opposites attract is, is a myth, and it's not always cracked up to be. But in this situation, when you have one person that's very talkative and another person that's more reserved or shy, it might actually work. Because, you know, y'all balance each other out. Me and my husband, I'm more of the shy, reserved type. He's the talkative one. He can go into a room and start talking to anybody. It works because, number one, you can't have two talkative people. Then nobody will be able to be heard or get a word in. And then you also probably shouldn't have two shy people because communication probably wouldn't happen. So that might be um, a good scenario. Yeah, I, 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 so far, I think it's not so bad. And he's the same sign as me. We're both Virgos, which is also interesting because, you know, Virgos love hard. We love so hard, so intense, and it's just so much emotion mixed in in all of this love. So that that's interesting. His birthday is um, 9-11. So... Okay. Um, it's it's just it's an interesting mix, you know. It's a very interesting mix. I told you before early on. He sent me a text that explained his feelings, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, back off!" Okay, I had one date with you. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> you have a going seat. down that road, right? Have a seat, relax. And so last night he asked me, "What was I afraid of?" I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Spiders." He's like, no, not like that. I don't mean spiders. I mean, what are you afraid of? Why won't you let your heart? And I had to tell him that, you know, my heart has been broken too many times. And that feeling is just so uncomfortable. You know, I don't know if I'm ready for that um, that feeling again, you know. I don't ever want to feel that again, that heartbroken feeling where you where you love someone so much and they walk away from you, and you feel, you know, empty and broken. I don't want to. I don't want to feel that again. Right. You know, so I kind of want to take this really, really slow, and just, you know, hopefully organically let it develop into into something. So, so this is your really second or your third date with him. This is our second date, and we have been talking for. Over a month, about, I guess about a month and a half to two months, every day, mm-hmm. every single day we talked. And except for the time when I, when he stood me up and I put him on punishment and I refused to talk to him for about two weeks. So it's about two months that we've been talking and, um, you know, it's, it's cool. It's been cool. I just, well, he can't, he can't possibly be that shy if you all have been talking to each other every day. Well, it's not in-depth conversations. You know, it's good morning, bright eyes. Good morning, Tracy. Hope you have a wonderful day. I miss seeing your beautiful face. I'm like, oh, he calls me beautiful. How fabulous this is. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's little things like that. You know, it's not any kind of in-depth conversations. We have our in-depth conversations face-to-face. So right, right. He asked more appropriate. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no. He, he may not be as shy as you think, because, you know, really, somebody really shy probably wouldn't be having any kind of conversation with you every day. True. Yeah. True shy people, they, like, they need a break. Like, you know, they talk to you two or three times a week. The rest of the, the week, they may not be engaging. So, yeah, I think... No, I no, I get a text every morning. Good morning, beautiful. How are you? How's everything going? Have a wonderful day. I hope everything is fine. So That's that nice. comes every day. Yeah, it is yeah. nice. It is nice. It's very nice. So we'll see. And we'll see. He, he, he seems to be financially stable. And, you know, every time we go out, and it's only been twice, but he's, you know, quick to jab the check and, you know, not looking for any kind of support in any kind of way, you know, so. That's always That's nice. always a good sign. Mm-hmm. It's always a, a good sign. A lady definitely wants to see that. She doesn't want to have to worry about, okay, is he going to diss me? Is he expecting me to pick up the tab? You know, that just, it's a little bit of uh, male chivalry that we always want to see, especially early on in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's very nice. It's very, I'm telling you, Terry, if it... He is everything that a girl is probably looking for, and mm-hmm. me, I'm a little stuck. I'm a little stuck because I'm feeling some kind of way because he's not as tall as I'd like, and mm-hmm. he's not, you know, doesn't have the meat on his bones that I like. He's a little silly thing, mm-hmm. and, but he's cute as a button. He's got these dimples. You know, when I tell him a story and he smiles at me, He's got these dimples that will just light up the room. So he's 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 a nice looking guy. He's not ugly. He's definitely right. not okay. ugly. He's like you said, you have to just get used to a different type. At least try it. You know, at least you can yeah. say, Hey, tried it and then you can determine later whether it's something you like or not. But I definitely wouldn't let those things um, you know, block a potential relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm having fun. Are you taller than him? Um, I think not. (laughs) Okay. As long as you're not not taller than him, you you can wear some flat shoes or whatever you got to do. I mean, I wouldn't let that um, stop it. You know, my my, um, go-to, the height is not as big of a deal as as the weight because I like a little meat on my bones. Because I figured, okay. you know, in the height, I cook in pasta every night, and that'll that'll come. <laughs> yeah, that'll come. And the height thing, as far as I'm concerned, when you lay down, everything lines up, so it doesn't really matter that much. So I don't really have an issue with the height. But he's very respectful, you know, and he is a God fearing man, which is nice. You know, that's yeah. nice. We talk about, we talk about the Bible, we talk about scriptures, we talk about devotion. And all of that. And that that's really nice to know that he prays and he has a relationship with God. That really means something, you know. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So, do you have, um, you know, some women have a list of, you know, some lists are exhaustive. Some lists may only have four or five things on them. But do you have a list of things that, you know, at this point in the relationship, you're checking off and saying, okay, yeah, he's God-fearing, check. Uh, He seems to be financially stable, check. You know, do you have other things that you're kind of looking for? Yes, 
You know, the other thing that I'm looking for is to see where your level of education is. And not necessarily um, formal education, but I want to know that you can um, put together a complete sentence. I want to know that you can add properly and subtract and divide and multiply and understand politics and, you know, what's going on in the world. I want to be able to understand that you have a clear understanding of that. Um, and, and so far, you know, he seems to, to know what's going on. He seems to have a clear understanding of that. He has property that he's getting ready to sell. So I have a checklist, but it's not something that's a formal checklist. Right. You know, I kind of want to be with someone who is a challenge. You know, I want to be challenged. I don't want to be able to run over my partner. I want to be right. challenged. You know, you, when you're in a relationship or in any kind of environment where you feel like, you know, you're the smartest person in the room, it's time to go to a new room because how do you elevate from that? Right, right. You know, you want to be able to elevate and keep elevating as you travel through life. You want to keep growing. You never want to become stagnant. So I just want to make sure that, you know, he's not a kind of guy that I'm going to have to raise, so to speak. So, so far, yeah. so good, though. It doesn't seem like, you know, he's mm -hmm. he's ignorant or, you know, lacking in knowledge anywhere. So far, it seems good. And yeah, I, I'm sure you would have picked that up by day two anyway. You know, you know when you have conversations yeah. with people, whether they are um, on the same wavelength, so to speak, as you. If you're asking questions and it's taking him too long to kind of register, yeah. Formulate okay. a sentence, okay. right. Yeah, we're not on no, the same wavelength. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He asked me if I was dating other people, and I, you know, I said yes, I am, mm -hmm. I am dating. And he didn't did seem you to. Ask um, I'm sorry. And did you ask the same question of him? I did. He said he dis dissolved his match relationship. He said and he's got all the right answers. He says I'm never going to find another woman as fabulous as you. You know what? What do I say to that? What 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 response can I say? <laughs> you don't. You just melt. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. You just melt. I said okay, and and he says, you know, well, how am I ever going to find another woman as fabulous as you? I dissolved my match um, account, so I'm no longer on match. And he said, anybody who has had an opportunity to have you in their life, and and they don't still have you. They're crazy. They're lost. You know, so he says all the right things. Everything that you right. can imagine, he, he says all the right things. So so you melt, and then you get back on task and say, okay, but I still need you to answer that question. So according to him, he's not dating anyone. He's not dating anyone else. He says, I want you to to be my girl. I want you to do it. He doesn't do social media, so he'll never hear this. He doesn't do social media. He doesn't have a Facebook account. He doesn't have a Twitter or Instagram or anything. And that makes me a little suspect, too. Let's talk about this when we come back from break. I'll go into a little bit more on how I feel about someone I'm dating not having any kind of social media interaction. We'll take a break. We'll be back in five. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people.
Welcome back. This is Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People with your host, Tracy J. Hines. And today, it's just me and Terry Saleh talking today. On the first segment, we were talking about my date last night, which was pretty, pretty good. And I guess we could continue going on. I think, Terry, you had a question that you wanted to ask me. I forgot what it was. What was it? So you were talking, you were saying that he was not on any social media, and you had a problem with that. So what's up with that? You know, people that aren't on social media, I always kind of get the feeling that they're hiding from someone or something. You know, so, you know, last night I asked, you think the same thing? I I would kind of be suspicious. Me and you, we're kind of um, a little cynical in that way. We'd probably be thinking why. Yeah, I, I don't understand why. Why don't you have at least a Facebook account or one of them, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, something? Mm-hmm. And he just said he's not interested. He says, you know, I went to school in New York. I went to school here in Florida, and I'm sort of a loner. I never made any real connections, and there's no one that I'm interested in keeping up with. But that, to me, is a little suspect. So I, I said, so um, are you running yeah. from the law? <laughs> You know, have you ever been arrested or spent any time in jail? And he was like, uh, no, have you? I don't know. I just. <laughs> okay, and that's another thing you can check off the checklist. No right. criminal background. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. No criminal background issues. So I don't know. I just find that a little suspect if you don't have um some kind of oh, social media site. I do know people that are our age, you know, in the 45, 50 plus set. And I do know people that are not on it at all. They have no interest at all. I don't look at them as crazy or cuckoo. I just think, well, maybe, you know, certain people that are older, it just never caught on with them. And, you know, it's not a big deal. They have their own circle of friends that they see in person. And I don't need to be talking to anybody virtually. So I, I, I guess, I, yeah, I would be suspicious and I would be like you. I'd still be kind of fishing, thinking, okay, let me ask a few more questions before I'm comfortable. But once I felt like they weren't like an axe murderer, then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, I asked him like a couple of times, are you, are you crazy? I just need to know. Are, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me with his big dimples and laughing with his big <laughs> smile. He's like, "No, I'm not crazy. I, I just don't think I need social media." So, so oh, today I'm Tyrone, but tomorrow I'm gonna be Robert, and on Tuesday I'm gonna be Cedric. So today I'm not crazy. Well, see, this is what I'm wondering. This, these are all the things that I'm wondering. I'm not really sure. So I'm playing it one step at a time. That's all. And I that's do. all you can do, Tracy. Because really, you know, it. That's all you can do. You don't know. You you um. So there's no sense setting yourself up for disappointment. Take it one day at a time, one question at a time, one interaction at a time, and until you're comfortable that he is you know, just a one-personality dude and doesn't have three personalities. You never know. Right. You never know. Well, you know, I still, I haven't given him my last name. And he asked me last night, he's like, are you going to let me come and pick you up at any time? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. 
was like, I don't know. We'll have to see how things go. <laughs> so he doesn't know my last name. He doesn't know where I live. And right. I don't know if I'm coming on social yet. media. Because he's not on social media, it'll probably be harder for him to kind of, you know, scope you out. Right. Right. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what goes down. So far, so good. You know, it just takes time to get to know him. But I thought it was interesting that he asked me, you know, what was I afraid of? And um, you what? what was I afraid of? I thought that was an interesting question that he asked me. Yeah. So, and yeah, guys don't typically ask you were kind of mm-hmm. joking, but you know, you were kind of joking initially when you gave him an answer. Did you ever give him a serious answer? I did. I did tell him I was afraid of heartbreak. I don't want my heart to be broken again. I don't like that feeling. So in order to avoid that, you know, we're going to go slow. So if you can deal with slow, brother, brother man, then, you know, that's cool. If you can't deal with slow, then, you know, you might as well look for somebody else because... So in terms, one of the uh, one thing that if I were have if I had to get back into the dating scene, one thing that would be important for me because I asked you about checklist is I would need to know what his outside interests and hobbies are. I would want somebody that you know at this stage of the game has interesting interests. Like they're just not a boring person. They're not a person that just goes to work comes home, goes to work, comes home. I would need, one one thing on my checklist would be somebody that has hobbies, likes to do something that they're really passionate about, whether it's playing golf, playing basketball with the guys, traveling, cooking, you know, learning a second language. That would be something that would be attractive to me, somebody that's got passion in their life about something. He is a loner. He's, his passion is cooking. That's what he does for a living. He loves to cook. And he's a beach man. He loves the beach. He spends a lot of time at the beach, which is fabulous because guess what? I'm a beach bum. Um, his favorite thing to do is to watch the sunset. He goes out to the pier and sits and just watches people and the sun sets. And he's a movie buff. He loves movies, all kinds of movies, from the old time to the current time. But um, as far as this this crazy passion, I don't find, I didn't find anything that he's passionate about. I mean, I guess having the movies or... The movies, that sounds like his two, yeah, those sound like his two loves, so yeah. And those yeah, great he likes cooking. Yeah, because I wouldn't have to come home and cook every day because that gets old as a wife after a while. It does get old. It does get old. So he's a cook. He does all the. He's a chef, not a cook. He is a, a professionally trained chef. That's what he does. So yeah. um, that's nice, you yeah. know. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a very attractive trait. That's a sexy trait. A man that can cook. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. It's very sexy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. So Leslie's talking about coming to Miami. You having any ideas of you coming down here anytime soon? I would love to. When is Leslie coming? Um, I don't really know. I think she's coming in June sometime. She's been talking about I need to get away. I need a break. I need to do something. I would love for us to get together and kind of do a photo shoot and then maybe do a show together. I've been working with these guys 
a group of guys that I work with um, and trying to get a show together at the barbershop where we can sit down with a bunch of men and kind of go at it and ask all the crazy questions. So it would be nice if um, you two can figure it out and get a date. And we yeah, we'll work, work it out. We'll definitely work it out. As as, as um, we get off the phone, I'll hook up with Leslie and we'll work something out so we can come down there. That sounds like a great idea. You know, it's always good to hear the man's male perspective on everything because they see nothing the way a female sees it. It's just totally opposite. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's nice. It's nice to hear their version, and it's nice to hear the different age categories. Now, these guys that I've been talking to, they are in their early to mid late thirties. So it'll be a completely different take than what we're accustomed to hearing. And then again, it may be close to what we're hearing from the forty-five and fifty-year-old men. So I'm interested in doing that. I'm interested in seeing how that's going to go down. Yeah, I would love to hear from the 30-year-olds, but I think the 40 and the 50-year-olds have a different perspective, too, and I think it will be good to do a show with them as well because they're definitely coming from a different place, especially if they're settled in. You know, you get settled. We all get settled in our and things that we are not going to, um, you know, we have standards, and we're not going to let those right. So I think once you get older, you definitely perspective. So I'd like to hear all of that. You know, I just love hearing guys keeping it raw, you know, clean, but, you know, raw feelings about where they stand with, you know, women and relationships I, and love. I tell you, I think we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Who's there? Hi, this is Angela. How are you? Hi, Angela. How's everything? Everything is good. Everything is good. I'm listening to you guys. I'm taking in this information. And um, just um, kind of in the middle with all of this stuff that I'm hearing you guys say here. It's a lot to process. What do you mean? Um, I guess just when you talk about the different age groups and how um, it kind of weighs on how, I guess, the men interact in relationships, I'm kind of finding that nowadays it doesn't really matter about the age. These men just... A lot of them aren't focused. The older ones are, you know, kind of behaving like the younger ones, and the younger ones are kind of stepping up to the plate, you know, doing the things that some of the older guys should do. Angela, are you single? Um, kind of, sort of. <laughs> so you, you're dating. You're, you're, you're experiencing dating. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. And... Um, yeah, I'm experiencing dating. I'm fresh out of a relationship. Um, I was dating a guy for about a year. Uh, we knew each other from high school. Um, we're both mm-hmm. in our 40s. Um, it didn't mm-hmm. work out for a number of different reasons that um, kind of don't make sense to me. I'm sure they make sense to him, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> What kind of reasons? Because, you know, I just came out of something where we dated back in college and started dating again, and it didn't seem to work out. And same thing, I, I felt like, uh, well, why not? So what kind of reasons? Well, did he give you- our reasons for not working out were, um, number one, um, he, you know, is married, was married. Uh, his wife kind of left him and uh, started a new relationship with someone else. And, you know, for me being in my 40s, I don't want to be, you know, someone's girlfriend forever. You know, I'd like to settle my life down. And, you know, he kind of felt that I, you know, was 
not understanding with his situation. And my thing is, if we've been together a year and she's been gone two years, what are you still holding on to? You know, and then it came to a place where, you know, he had some younger children, 17 and 14, and uh, Mm -hmm. he had gotten custody of them. And once he got custody, he said that I could no longer come to the house anymore because his children were there. Hmm. That sounds sounds a little off, right? That sounds a little crazy. I'm good enough for you, but not good enough for your kids. Right, exactly. Meanwhile, I would do things, you know, with him, with his mom, you know, take her, you know, to an appointment, you know, different things like that, you know, try to do my part, you know, and he said, you know, I I, I was unappreciative, I'm ungrateful, you know, so I, I sometimes felt like maybe the issue lies with him. Sometimes I think that it was more him wanting me to help get over the hurt that he was feeling from her leaving and right. abandoning their relationship. Right. And mm-hmm. once he got past that hurt, I became obsolete. Yeah, I think people are broken sometimes. I do think Absolutely. that people are broken. And sometimes they don't even know that they're broken and they don't right. leave themselves open for love. You know, you have to be open. And if you run into somebody who's not open you can't stay in that. You have to move on because you'll never get fulfilled. You'll never get what you want. You have to move on and find someone who's open and ready and available for love. You know? I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. I do. But, I mean, I guess my question then would be, you know, what do you do in that situation? Because, I mean, I understand the being spoken and all that, but at the same time, you know, what about the that you leave the other person with. It's hard to tell. That's never been a conversation that he and I had, so I just decided to, you know, pick pieces of my life and move forward. It's hard. It's it's very hard to know how how to, to, to maneuver through those kind of relationships. But what I can tell you right now from my own experience is you have to just think of yourself first and what's going to be good for yourself. As much as the pain is there, you know, you have to move on and and do things that are going to help you move to the next stage and figure out how you're going to find that love that you need. Because I think everybody needs love in their life. Everybody needs love. Absolutely. You feel more well-rounded. You know, and somehow you have to figure out how to just move on and let that go. You know, maybe you can maintain friendships, maybe not. It depends on you and him. But um, uh, well, yeah. I've since moved on, and we haven't um, interacted, or we've tried to interact on, on a level of friendship. But I don't think that that's humanly possible right now, because some people feel a sense of entitlement, and I think can that's what it is. I think it's because we've already been to an intimate stage. He thinks that any time we interact, it should be that, or I should be available at his beck and call, and, and I don't want to do that. It's very hard to maintain a friendship because you feel pain, but you still want to mm-hmm. be connected, but you don't want to be just available at their whim only. You know, it's got to be a Absolutely. two-way street. Yeah. Angela, I appreciate you calling in. I think I have a couple of other people on the line. I just want to hear what everybody else has to say. There's a number ending in 6011. Can you tell me who you are? No, that is not a call, Tracy. 
All right, there's another caller from Laurie in Maryland. Can you tell me who you are? Hi, this is T. Hi, T. How you doing tonight? Oh, I could be doing better, but I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's going um, on? Piggybacking off of what the last caller said and from what you said earlier, I think it would be interesting to have some dialogue among the different age groups because um, I'm a woman of a certain age and I, I, I'm, I'm newly separated and um, I'm just trying to dabble my pinky toe here in this dating pond and it's not looking very optimistic to me. I mean, the gentlemen at this stage in life, they seem to be just as jaded as, as anything. I mean, what what are you talking about? You don't want a woman with drama. Don't come to me with drama. First of all, we're all at a certain age. We've all been through the dating dance. We've all gone through, um, you know, marriages, relationships, children, you know, having children with other people. And it's like, what are you talking about? You don't want anybody coming to you with drama. We all come to a situation with baggage and I just feel like if that's your your premise before you even how are you try, well how are you trying to find a partner or trying to find love when you're not even willing to come to the come to the table with a spirit of healing You understand what I'm trying it's, to say? I do. I do understand because people sometimes come in automatically assuming that you're going to be delivering one thing or another instead of coming in with an open mind, correct? I think... I thought... I'm not really sure. Anybody that I'm interested in, I know that they're, they're going to have their situations or they're going to have their their issues with past relationships. I'm not saying that I have to pay for that or I have to somehow make amends for that. I'm not saying that, but to but to suggest that, oh well, uh, you know, I'm not interested in, in anything that you that that happened in your past and anything that happened in your past and you and you're trying to 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 um you know, find another situation and you have um prerequisites in what you're looking for, all of those things have to be discussed. And that's not drama. That's not drama. Right. That's right. It's not drama. But you know what you have to do also? You have to be able to assess the situation quickly. You know, I am dating and I went online to date. I'm doing match.com and I met a guy and I talked to him and if he doesn't fit into the category that I'm looking for, I'm moving on. I'm not wasting any more time. You know, like you said, I'm a woman of a certain age, and I want to have a partner. I want to have someone in my life that we can do things together, have a good time, spend time together, go places, and develop and grow into a substantial relationship. And if I start out with a brother that's feeling negative and he's, you know, looking at his previous relationship and making that a prerequisite for what's going to go on in this relationship, I have to move on because I don't have the time for that. You know, and just like you said, everybody comes with some sort of baggage. You do and so does he. 
But you got to figure out how much baggage you're willing to carry. And when you get to your point, you have to learn how to move on and go on to the next instead of trying to go through all this nonsense. Because time is short. You know, life is short. And you don't have time for the nonsense or for the drama, you know, or for the games, for lack of a better word. Just using the word, like, drama as, you know, it's like you can't even get out of the starting gate because your your mindset is just totally shut down from from the get-go. And I feel like as, you know, as women, you know, even women of a certain age, we still want a partner that's going to be a man, that's going to be masculine, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to be, have a mindset of, yeah, I I know that whoever I'm meeting at this stage in my life, unless she's some twenty something, <laughs> you know, they're gonna have they're gonna have experiences, and and those things need to be discussed. And if you can't even discuss it initially and put things on the table without somebody saying, "Oh well, that's drama, and I don't want to deal with it," it's like then you're not a man that is willing to to bring about healing, first of all, and and you don't seem like, and you seem that it seems very selfish, and I just see, and I'm just seeing that there's a lot of selfish people, a lot of selfish men, and women too, I suppose, that just yeah. aren't really interested, and it's like, well, how are you going to find love that way? Then you have yeah, to I recognize think, that. Yeah, yeah I Terry. think, and, you know, if he's, he's a, probably a little more cautious, T, than the type of man that you would like. So I don't think that's the right man for you because the the right man is going to be somewhat of a risk taker. And although he may have had his heart broken before, for the right woman, he's willing to take that risk. And so, you know, that's the type of man you want, somebody that's going to be assertive, take, you know, measured risk, not be out there, you know, gambling. And so that's probably not the right person for you anyway. You You want somebody that's, you know, got a little swag and willing to take a little bit of risk. Because like you said, everybody has baggage. And, you know, after a certain age, you got to be willing to deal with it and confront it. And it sounds like he's not ready to deal with it. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta measure, weigh, look at it. And when it's time to move on, move on. It, it, sometimes you just have to move on. He may be a really nice guy. He may be the one that you want. It may be everything that you want. But if you're struggling in it, then it's not the right relationship for you. Time is short, and life is too short. You don't have time for the nonsense, you know, especially at this age. I think at this age, I don't know how old you are, but I'm going to tell you, I am 53 years old. I am able I just to turned... articulate. <laughs> Go ahead. I just turned... Okay, so at this age, we're able to articulate what we need, what we want, and how we want it. So those things need to come up early on in a relationship to find out if the person who you're talking to wants the same thing as you. If they don't, then it's time to move on. And that's not a bad thing. It's just knowing what you want and knowing where you're going to go to get what you want. And if you're trying to pull blood from a turnip, it's never going to work. And you're spinning your wheels unnecessarily, so you must move on until you find the right guy. There's nothing wrong with dating. Dating doesn't mean having sex. Dating means meeting people, getting to know people, and finding the right match for yourself. Do you agree, Terry? Definitely agree. You know, you should know after 
one or two dates, whether this is somebody you even want to spend any more time with. I don't think it takes a long time, so keep it moving. Paula, can I have your name again? This was T. You may be gone. T? Thank you for yeah, calling. Was- I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. That was nice, Terry. That was nice to get people to call in and feel. There's other women out there going through the same stuff that I'm going through. Maybe not you at this moment because you are married, but there are women out there going through stuff. You know, and I think a lot of women today want a guy that can actually see them. You know, not just I see you there, but really, really see me as a woman, as a person, You know, when we're into a guy, we can see them. We can see everything that there is about this guy. We can see them. We know that they exist. We know what their needs are. We try to help them through their needs. But sometimes guys don't see us, you know. Sometimes they just don't see who we are. And this brings me to something that I wrote um, a little while ago that I'm going to share right now. It says, um, can he see me? My mind is constantly drawn to his memory knowing clearly he's not the enemy. In my silence, he exists unknowingly, present and so ever-flowingly. I can see all of them. I can see his heart covered with that tarp to protect what's been in constant neglect. I can see all of them. His mind is strong and robust. Sometimes I think he may actually bust, bust into tiny little pieces that I will gladly pick up and put together like a feces. Beautiful stature of a man, and all of God's love he stands. I can see all of them. Can he see me? So when I listen to T talking about this guy that she's interested in, it sounds to me, Terry, like he cannot even see her. Yeah, and I also think he, he needs to have a little more faith and not assume that everybody that has a history has drama. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody that has history is not always bringing drama, for sure. T, you still there? I'm not sure if she's there or not. Today was good. It's nice to have... You are there? Hello. I'm here. Yeah, see you there? Okay. Yep. Um, He may not see you, sweetie, and you may need to move on to somebody else who can see you. Mm Mm-hmm. And see all the glory that you bring. I yeah. appreciate you calling. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this is Love Talk. Ladies. All right, you too, T. This is Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. You can listen to our podcast every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. We are on with IBNX Radio, so you can go on to IBNX.com and find us there. Or you can log on to my website, T-R-A-C-I-J-H-I-N-D-S.com, and you can click on the podcast tab and listen to us through there. Uh, Anybody that's interested in sponsoring, contact IBNX Radio. We can get a sponsor package for you. Um, I have a book. It's called Love Addiction. That's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. It's also available on my website. The paperback is $10.99. The e-reader is $3.99. Get a copy. It's full of love poems that may help you get through whatever it is that you're going through. And ladies, you deserve the best. Men, you deserve the best also. So don't settle. 
Don't settle for someone that's not giving you what you need. Anything that you need, verbalize, tell people what it is that you need so you make sure you get what you need. And if you're in something that's not giving you what you need, it's time to get out of it and find the love that you need. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people. Terry, you have any last words? Oh, no, you said it all, Tracy. Love matters and find the right love for you. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people. You say you want to love me Cause that's what I need Take my time.